0: So hello and welcome. UVA Speaks is a podcast of Lifetime Learning, a division of the Office of Engagement at the University of Virginia. Lifetime Learning brings the knowledge and expertise of UVA's faculty and staff to the university's alumni, friends, and families. My name is Susan Lynch, and I am the Associate Director of Lifetime Learning at the University of Virginia's Office of Engagement. This podcast features Vicki Gist, who's an Associate Dean of Students and Director of UVA's Multicultural Student Services and Fraternity and Sorority Life. Multicultural Student Services is a part of the Office of the Dean of Students and aims to promote inclusion and engagement for historically underrepresented students. The group works to enhance the undergraduate experience through co-curricular programs and culturally relevant services meant to empower students in their identity and to build community. In this podcast, Associate Dean Guest will talk with us about UVA's Multicultural Student Services and the programs and centers that make up this office. So thank you, Vicki, for speaking with me today. Thank you for having me, Susan. I'm excited to be here. Great. Thanks so much. So first, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to work in the Office of the Dean of Students here at the University of Virginia? Sure. Um, So my name is Vicki Gist. I'm an Associate Dean of
1: Students here at the university, and I've been here almost 20 years. I started in July of 2002. Um, And I came here from uh, Hanover, New Hampshire. So I worked at Dartmouth College before I came here. I was there for a few years and I came to UVA actually to work in housing and residence life. Uh, So that's um, my background, actually. Um, I worked in in housing and residence life for most of my career. Um, And um, most of my time throughout my time at Dartmouth and my um, uh, years at housing and residence life um although my functional area was housing and residence life it always sort of blended into um, a love for diversity education um, inclusion multicultural education and so that's always been a part of my work um in 2016 the dean of students asked me uh, to leave housing and residence life and to move over to uh, the central office the central dean's office at the time to help uh, establish was the university's Multicultural Student Center. So I've been um, director for Multicultural Student Services since 2016.
0: Great. Great. So you, you oversee the Multicultural Student Services. and Can mm-hmm. you tell us about the programs, the services, and then the four different centers that are a part of this group?
1: Sure. Um, so the way I like to describe the work for Multicultural Student Services is that it's twofold. Um, so the largest part of it is really the direct service um, and support to students who are marginalized at the university. Uh, And then another uh, part of our mission is broader education to the university about uh, social justice topics, diversity, education, and the general sort of experience of the students that we serve. Um, The office is charged with working with specific um, student populations. And so uh, those include APETA, which stands for Asian, Asian American, Pacific Islander, or Desi American students, students who are Middle Eastern or North African, students who identify as Hispanic or Latinx, um, also students who identify as Native or Indigenous. And by that, I mean students who um, may identify as American Indian or a tribal affiliation in the United States, but also students who hold sort of an Indigenous um, identity um, to their, their country of origin. Um, We also work with LGBTQ students who are uh, sexual and gender minorities at the university. And then um, we also, uh, specifically, I work as a a liaison with DACA and undocumented students. Um, And we don't necessarily have um, a large mission for every religious community at the university. In fact, that's a part of the work that sort of expanded once I got here. And so we work also probably most closely of the religious groups with the Muslim students on grounds. ground. So those are students that we provide a direct sort of service to in terms of um, outreach, support, trying to develop a sense of belonging. Uh, lots of our programming uh, leadership and, and mentoring programs are geared towards those students. Um, you know, I like to describe them as the students who, Um, Some language that folks use is um, historically underrepresented or underserved, some might even say neglected, depending on, you know, how they've been incorporated into the university. But an easier way to think about it is sort of like the students who weren't originally intended to be at the university, like they weren't a part of the original design. And so that's how I think about the students we serve. Um, Probably also helpful for folks to know that we do have a separate office for African-American affairs. And so Uh, we partner with that office, but there is another office on grounds that works um, directly with um, students who identify as black or African American and in many ways our works may our work may intersect, especially if students hold um, multiple identities Uh, so that's one part the students that we work with. Um, You know, the second part, then, is the types of programming that we do Um, So for those students, we do welcome events, we do outreach um, for prospective students, we partner with admission for for those types of events. We have peer mentor programs, leadership development programs, we do a lot of broad-based education and outreach. Um, We have students who focus on peer-led education in the LGBTQ space, as well as social justice space. Um, And then we we advise student organizations. We do a lot of individual counseling and support and advocacy and resources for students. Um, And so we do that largely through the four centers that um, that we oversee. So we have a multicultural student center, an LGBTQ center, which is the oldest of the centers, a Latinx student center, and an interfaith student center. So much of the direct work that we're doing to support students and engage students is happening in those spaces. And those are all in Newcomb
0: Hall. Yeah, they're all in Newcomb Hall. Okay. Mm -hmm. Great. Great. So um, thank you for describing that. I think that helps people (laughs) understand the the totality of the the work that you're doing. So um, UVA has a culture of student self-governance and. um, can you speak to how that might play out in the day-to-day programming of your office and the centers? Certainly.
1: Um, probably, what's was um, really important to know is that the way that all of the centers were created was um, founded in student self governance. So the reason that um, the dean of students back in 2016 asked me to to switch over to uh, to the central office is because students were. Engaged in an initiative um, to uh, propose a multicultural student center. Uh, UVA was actually very late to the game <laughs> with that. In fact, you know, even as a student, I remember having a multicultural student center when I was an undergraduate. So, you so UVA was, you know, so a little bit behind the curve on that. And so, um, there was a student led initiative to create a multicultural student center. And once students had gotten far enough along with that proposal, and it looked as if it was going to happen. Um, I was asked to come over and to help sort of operationalize it and work with students to to get it off the ground. So that to me is is sort of student self governance is the foundation of the work we do. Essentially, um, we created uh, two new centers even since the Multicultural Student Center opened in 2016, uh, the Latinx Student Center and the Interfaith Student Center were also student driven initiatives, and so those were also proposals from students that we worked alongside with them on every facet of developing these spaces so that's one way that you know students basically sort of drive and have driven the mission and the need for. um, For the expansion of our services over time, Um, but in the day to day management of the spaces, um, we have student interns who. um, Are greeters. Support, office staff, you know, whatever we need for them to you know to be to help us get our work done and to also be a welcoming presence for people who visit the space., uh, so we have students who serve in that role. They also um, are responsible for much of the community building and educational programming that we do in the space. So they work with professional staff, but they are able to sort of be creative in helping us meet you know the mission of their specific um, educational component of their internship. so, um, we often have events and activities going on in the centers, whether that's our interns doing the programs or student organizations who are reserving the space to do programs there. Um, the students are essentially the, the life of, of, of the spaces and of our work. Um, one unique position that we have as a student director uh, for the Multicultural Student Center. It's the largest of the centers. Um, and so that student director is essentially a member of our professional staff so she is in all of our staff meetings she is a member of our team she is a liaison with students to professionals she helps um, provide some supervision to the interns does outreach with student communities faculty and staff and so um, you know that is essentially um, a leadership position within our team so that those are some examples of the way Um, you know, student self-governance is, uh, sort of drives our work. I like to say we, everything we do essentially involves students and is with students. It's rare that we are in a room, you know, coming up with something um, for students without student input. So um, student self-governance and their ability to kind of help set the agenda for us is essentially, you know, how the spaces were created and, and how we do our work every day.
0: Great. Yeah, I mean, it's such a part of this university, and I see that mm-hmm. it's much a part of the day-to-day work, so thank right. you. So, you know, I've worked at UVA for 15 years. You mentioned that you, you've you been here for, for almost 20, and so I've seen you know, the diversity of the student body really grow, and certainly there's the uh, hope that it will continue to grow. So you've mentioned this a little bit, but how do you see your office and your centers how to grow, to continue to meet the need of a more diverse student body over the years?
1: Right. So having been here um, for 20 years, I've definitely seen the growth that you talk about. And so on the one hand, I'll say a lot of people probably think, as do I, that there are some places where we do still need to grow. Um, So in particular, I think the university has been trying to recapture some of the lost enrollment for Black students over the years and so trying to increase that. Um, I know that there have been, you know, conversations since I've been in this role about Native enrollment and making sure that the doors of the university are open to uh, to our Native students and those numbers are really, really low. Um, And then also um, first-generation and low-income students. So we we do have, you know, uh, a lot of work to do in those areas, but in the ways that we have grown, I will say that What I've seen is not just an expansion of the services for my office, but across the university. So we have the the Division for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. We have the Equity Center. And I think one of the things that I've been most excited about is sort of the growth that I've seen in each of the academic schools. So we have associate deans working, focusing on diversity, equity, and inclusion in those spaces. And so I think the university has really... Um, sort of stepped up to meet the growing needs of the multicultural of the expanding multicultural community. For my office, I will say for sure, the expansion of these centers has been um, uh, the best way or the the most tangible way that I can say that we've sort of grown to try to meet the need um, of the growing student body. So again, the LGBTQ center was uh, created in two thousand one. And no other, really, no other centers, at least in the Dean of Students Office, that focused on specific student populations were created until 2016, um, the Multicultural Student Center. And in five years, you know, we opened two more centers. So now we have four centers where, you know, five years ago we had one. Uh, so that definitely, I think, uh, to me, is the largest example of sort of how we've grown to, grown to do that. Um, we've also expanded the programs and services that, you know, you can't open centers without expanding the programs and services, obviously, but, you know, students have come to us and wanted, you know, more types of um, leadership development opportunities, more types of engagement opportunities. We have been expanding the types of programming and services that we do um, uh, to support that. Um, So for me, I think it's definitely the center and we've been able to expand staff a little bit too. One of the things that's been great about this year, in particular is that in addition to the professional staff um, that I have, um, our new Vice President for Student Affairs has um, uh, brought in a model of hiring recent graduates to serve as fellows in in our offices. And so I have two fellows, recent graduates, who are also working with with my team this year and providing support and outreach to students available, you know, in some of those hours that older people like me aren't necessarily working, you know, so I don't have to be here at 9 or 10 o'clock at night every night, but younger uh, folks who are are closer to that age and here to sort of be at their programming, help advise their student orgs, be a presence, you know, students um, don't go to bed nearly as early as I do, so if they walk into a center at 8 or 9 o'clock with an issue, there's a professional staff person around or an adult present, a full-time person there who can connect with them too. So we've grown in terms of the centers for sure, but also in our programming and our staffing as well.
0: Great, great, thanks for that. So finally, can you speak to the importance of your office to the University of Virginia? You know, this is a specific place that has a specific history. And I think it's important that there be this multicultural student services and be such a presence here at the university. Certainly, certainly. As I said, you know, when, when I was
1: talking earlier that, you know, the way that I would describe our students are the the ones who, whom, for whom this place was not originally intended, right? So for me, um, the simple way to sort of put the, um, to characterize the importance of our office is to talk about sort of the way that our goal is really to help students take ownership of a university Um, and make it feel like their own, like to to feel that uh, they have the sense of connection and belonging at this place that will propel them toward academic achievement, but also to have the most fulfilling college experience that they can, and for us to help them navigate any challenges that they might encounter along the way. So for me, you know, ultimately to have this group of students, these communities that we work with, Leave the university feeling positive about, about the experience that they have and that they mattered. So that so that's why I think our office is important.
0: Yeah, I think over the years the conversations around diversity and inclusion, or diversity and equity have included the idea of inclusion. Mm-hmm. That's so important that that be a part of it because that aspect of belonging that you spoke about is really um, essential for people to feel that they are part right of the university and that it is for them now Mm -hmm. you know it's for everybody that is here exactly Um, exactly yeah okay well wonderful thank you so much I really appreciate your time today and uh, for you sharing this information about your work that you're doing with multicultural student services and And, you know, your office plays such an important role in the lives of undergraduate students. So I appreciate you taking time to speak with me and to share this with UVA's alumni friends and families.
1: No, thank you so much. I I really appreciate you even reaching out to to try to get, you know, the, the word about our work out to the broader university
0: family. So thank you so much for that. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and thank you for listening for upcoming podcasts and other Lifetime Learning programming, recordings, and blogs please visit our website at engagement.virginia.edu forward slash learn. You can also find our podcasts and other recordings on Spotify. Search for the UVA Lifetime Learning Channel. So thanks again, and we look forward to you taking part in future lifetime learning programs.